man have the special. ahead and open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 2. Uh, tonight I'm going to be speaking on the subject of Christmas in Egypt. Christmas in Egypt. Uh, several years we did a program and a drama uh, there in Central and Pineville, uh, Louisiana, uh, where I was at for five years previous to here. And we did a, and it was about Christmas in Egypt. And uh, it's a great, great uh, presentation. And about the time that Mary and Joseph and Jesus were in Egypt, they were probably there at least a couple of years until the death of Herod. And so probably they celebrated. By the time they got back, remember, when they settled in Nazareth, uh, you know, we know that Jesus, didn't, he's never mentioned again until he's 12 years old. That accounts over in Luke. And uh, so we don't even know exactly how long that it was. It may have just been a year or whatnot. Let's go ahead and begin in Matthew chapter 2. And we'll begin with, uh, there we go, verse uh, 13. This is right after the story about the three wise men and their part in the saga of the birth of Jesus, if you will. But Christmas in Egypt, it kind of, what I wanted to bring out about this story 
is God's provision uh, during a tough time and what he, what he has to do there. In uh, verse 13, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a, in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. And when he arose and took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, out of Egypt have I called my son, which if you have a reference Bible, you probably have Hosea 11.1 1 right there in your Bible and uh, just a prophecy that this would happen. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coasts thereof from two years old and under, which that establishes another time frame. How long did he wait before he gave that order? And and under the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men, then was fulfilled which was spoken by Jeremiah, the prophet, saying, In Ramah there was a voice heard, lamentation and weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children. And talking about, of course, the connection to Bethlehem. That's where Rachel's tomb is, even to this day. And would not be comforted because they were not. Let's stop right there. This morning I was speaking on the subject of, you know, priorities, pursuits, and stresses for the holidays. As we read this story and think about what happened, there's a, so many unknowns going on here. Number one, as we think about Christmas in Egypt and we think about this thought going through their minds, so many changes. <clears throat> Remember the stresses that Joseph had already. The Bible doesn't mention Joseph after the beginning, after the birth of Jesus. It doesn't mention him doing anything. He probably... Uh, passes away. Uh, some point, imagine after all this stress, you know, no telling what happened. He could have been already older whenever he and probably a very young Mary uh, got married. No, not exactly known. All we know is he's mentioned a couple of times as they refer to Jesus is not this the carpenter's son. And hey, didn't we grow up and his brothers are, you know, and they start naming Jesus, James being one of them. And they were all the half-brother of Jesus. All these stresses. And then, think of this. Whenever he's, he warned them to go into Egypt, how did they travel? Did you catch that? The phrase, they traveled by night. And uh, so, obviously, they were under duress. They were fleeing for their lives. They were hiding. I mean, that's when you... That's why you travel at night, because you're hiding. You don't want to be seen or recognized. Can you imagine this? You're maybe leaving Bethlehem. You're traveling down there. And maybe there here's somebody that's connected to Herod. And he's there by the uh, place, a little market, where you want to stop and just get just a, a couple of pieces of fruit. By the way, remember, God in His provision... Mary and Joseph, they got plenty of spending money right now. Remember the three wise men? What did they get? Gold, 
frankincense and myrrh. So they 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 set. <laughs> They're ready for whatever. I mean, God provided for them to have some change as they cross the border. Have you ever seen these shows? And I've seen different shows like this where people are on the run or they're hiding and they don't want to be recognized for it because what would be the first clue if you're looking around and going to kill all these babies? Anybody's got a baby, you kill them. Though anytime they pass somebody that might know them, what were they doing to Jesus? Shh, shh, hey, shh, baby. Get, got the, got any milk? You know, they had a goat skin and a spout was all they had if they had any sort of bottle, okay? And uh, Mary was nursing or something like that, and she was trying to hush him and trying to keep him quiet. All of, think about the pressure that this couple was under. The pressure and the stresses as they fled down there. Think about going to a foreign land. Many of us uh, through military and different things have been on different places all over the world and things that we've faced. Cultures so unlike ours. Did you know there's a, even though you say Egypt and Israel are right beside each other, folks, so is Texas and Mexico, but that's two different cultures right there. You go over to Mexico or Texas, that's two different cultures right there. Matter of fact, I didn't know this. But obviously, my first experience in, in, in Arkansas is in Hamburg, Ashley County. And I get here and I find out that Ashley County is no different than the county I grew up in. But I keep running into people from North Arkansas. And did y'all know they say we're weird? <laughs> they do. <laughs> they say we're different. Michael uh, Kelly, a pastor over here at Calvary. Uh, they're from up, uh, well, Michael Kelly and his wife, they're from North Arkansas, and they say that we're different. We're just different. I, I haven't noticed anything, Miss Barbara. I haven't. And uh, so, and you know, and then I've talked to others. Matter of fact, uh, I was visiting this week. Uh, uh, Mike Riley's daughter, Leslie, had surgery, and so I was up there, and, and he and Robin have gotten married. And remember, I baptized her here a while back, and Robin joined the church. Well, she grew up around Little Rock, and she said she couldn't understand Mike Riley for the first three dates. First three times they went out, she needed a translator to try to understand him. And uh, she said that to me. I'm like, well, I understand him just fine. And uh, so, you know, and think about it, and that's two and a half hours. I don't know what it is around Pulaski County or any of those counties up north, but hey, you know, thank the Lord. God sent me to a place where I can understand folks. And But think about it. They went to Egypt, totally different culture. Think about the pressure and the stresses. What I mean to say is Christmas in Egypt, they were under enormous pressure enormous stresses for two whatever years or we don't know the exact time frame god knows the pressure and stresses you're under he knows what you're facing and sometimes he may throw a curveball or allow a curveball to be thrown your way he will even though you won't see a wise man coming around the corner with gold frankincense and myrrh but he will provide he may not provide in the way you hope for. He may not provide in the way that you have planned. Remember me talking about Joseph had a plan. And then he, remember what was his plan? Going to put her away privately. But then God said, hey, 
This is the plan. So it may not be according to your plan, but God knows the stresses that you're facing. And even though we don't talk about this part of the Christmas story very much, they probably celebrated a birthday. I don't know, but thank the Lord, nobody knows when Jesus exactly was born. Nobody knows, or, you know, no telling what we'd make that day out to be and, uh, and, so, and how it would be used or abused. But anyway... They probably had a birthday. They probably had a Christmas. They didn't call it that. They just said, Happy Birthday, Jesus. That's all they knew back then. And all they knew is there's three of them. But you know what I think? Mary and Joseph both knew God was with them. And I don't think it clicked. You know, remember all the times that where it says in the Bible, Mary kept all of these things and pondered them in her heart. I imagine that she's thinking there and that little toddler is going from, you know, I get amused right now <clears throat> that uh, I love to see the adventure on, on Ella Grace. And, uh, you know, that's talking about her laughing and cutting up at, at, at watching me and her vision is extreme, extreme out there. But all of you can remember what Trey and Laura are about to experience when that child goes mobile. When that child goes mobile, I mean, right now she can roll at almost 100 yards a second. And uh, she's getting on up there where she can get up and she's going to start crawling before we can blink. Before we blink again, she's going to start walking. Folks, guess where Mary and Joseph were when Jesus started walking? When he took his first steps, he was in Egypt. He was in Egypt, you know, and God had it planned all along. God knows exactly what you need. He knows when you're going to experience those little joys in life. He knows, and this Christmas may be the one where you may not get a, a gift that amounts to anything, but folks, sometimes the gift is just being with family and being with friends. Those little things that we often overlook, that we often take for granted, our Christmas has become so commercialized. And they all they had, think of it, where were their family? And back, back in Israel, in Bethlehem, remember that's why they went there to begin with, because he was a house and lineage of David. He had kinfolks around Bethlehem, and he had kinfolks up north around Galilee. Well, God provided. So they were around strangers. You know what? I think God had a special. The Bible doesn't tell us about it, but I think God had a special friend for them. Somewhere down there in Egypt, somebody took care of them. Somebody helped them out. Let's finish the story. Let's pick up with verse 19. <clears throat> and but when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared into him and uh, appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Well, that's just a great way to get a message from God. And it just say, hey, Gabriel, go deliver a message. Wow. And saying, arise and take the young. We don't know which angel this was. It might have been Gabriel, probably Gabriel. We don't know. But saying, arise and take the young child and his mother. Go into the land of Israel, for they are dead, which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. And when he heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither, notwithstanding being warned of a God in a dream. Wait, another message? Yeah, God is given step-by-step instructions. It's pretty cool. He returned aside in the parts of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth. 
that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. All the while that God was, uh, <clears throat> and if you read it right, right then, if you keep going chapter 3, we find that uh, they went on in there and began, skips right on to his ministry and what they experienced there. As I, as I read this account, just just want to share with you for a couple more minutes that this is, uh, to me, that Christmas in Egypt, as I call it, which just means Jesus had a birthday. Because what, what are we doing on Christmas? We're celebrating the birth of the Savior of the world. Now, they did it while he was still alive. We do it to remember that God gave the best gift of all. He gave his son. I'm sure it didn't click with them then. But they realized that all that pressure, all that stress was worth it. Probably, would you venture to say this? Uh, I, I just don't think where I could see I could go wrong with this statement right here. The two most stressful times for Jesus, for his family, for those that were around him, was the beginning and the end. Have you ever traveled with a woman that's expecting? <laughs> have you? Hello, I have. <laughs> Many of you have. Uh, guess what? Can you imagine on donkey back, horseback, mule back, whatever, and they traveling <laughs> all the way from North Israel, all the way down to South Israel, down to Bethlehem? Stressful. Joseph, like, I can't get her comfortable. She's with child and. You know, and it's not mine, and I'm still have, I'm just trusting God that I'm accepting His Word. And, and, and then, I, guess what? He wasn't there long. The Bible says that they took Him. Remember, they did the, uh, the ritual there in the temple when He was eight days old. And then they got the, dream, uh, got the dream message and fled. So they were on the run for years. Stress, stress, stress. Take a moment. Breathe, breathe. <sighs> breathe in deep. Breathe through nostrils, out through mouth. Listen, God knows what you're facing. God knows exactly what you're going through. I think it was pretty calm during Jesus' ministry. They were a little nervous because he was preaching a message like they had never heard before. But it was nothing compared with the reality of sin that was placed upon their son. God's son. Whenever he gave his life for me and you. Thank the Lord for God's perfect gift. As we get ready for a hymn of invitation, would you bow with me for a word of prayer? Father, I thank you for this opportunity tonight and just to talk about a passage that you included in your word to show us that serving you is not an easy road, that serving you is not without stress would know that you provide exactly what we need when we need it. And that whatever stresses that they face, that we face the same stresses today. The stress to, to drift away from you, to lose our faith, to lose our trust, to lose our joy. Father, help us to focus that back on you and remember that there have been people that have faced a lot of tough times and still kept you first. 
in their heart and their lives. In Jesus' name, amen.